Welcome to Coaching Uncut, a special series on the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I take you behind the scenes and give you a peek into the private coaching I do with my clients. All of these coaching calls have been recorded with the permission from my clients who have generously allowed me to share these with you as a way of helping more people in this world. They give you access to master level coaching and the opportunity to learn the lessons that they're learning right along with them. Please keep in mind that these recordings are not studio productions and the audio quality may be less than ideal, but the content will take you far and help you become unstoppable. With that, listen in and learn. This Coaching Uncut call with my client, Devin, is all about direct and clear communication. What you have to do in your personal life and your professional life to show up powerfully and get the outcomes that you want. So keep in mind that the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And we start off with clear and direct communication concepts in her business. And then we put those same concepts to use in her personal life. It's very useful to see the connection there. You'll also notice that Devin is not a morning person. And this was recorded very early in the morning. Stay tuned. She perks up as we go. Okay. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good. Excellent. Okay. So where are we at? Uh, so I wrote to the web person. You know, I got clear about what I wanted and I wrote it just how you said. So... I think that went well. Okay. So, uh, two questions. Did she or he respond? And um, I, I, I may not have been clear yesterday. My direction was to write it out for yourself and then have the conversation with the person on the phone so that there could be some back and forth and they could hear your tone and you could hear their tone. Um, Oh, I mean, I I wrote out for myself what I wanted, but then I emailed it to her just because I I like to have things like that, like clearly, I don't know, I can't like jumbly on the phone. You get jumbly on the phone, okay? But well, it, this was with the manager, not with the the woman herself. So I wanted I her understand. to like see what you know. Here's the thing. Here's what I would do. This is a place where you need to grow a little, okay, and and move okay. into stretch yourself. So you you recognize that you get jumbly on the phone. That's not acceptable forevermore, okay? Like your vision of being a million-dollar business owner, multi-million-dollar business owner, doesn't come with being jumbly on the phone. Those two things are inconsistent, okay? Okay. I'm just, I'm just going to lay that out straightforward, okay? So this, these kinds of opportunities, these are opportunities for you to learn how to be not jumbly on the phone and not stay in that place. It's a, it's a moment to hold yourself to a higher standard. So okay. it, it's not wrong or bad. You don't shame yourself. None of that. That's, that, that keeps you stuck. Sure. And in these situations, you have the conversation. It's not to say that you're not, uh, that there's not a fruitfulness or a point to writing it out. Sometimes when I write something out in an email, I get clearer in doing so. But sure. then don't hit send. Hit draft. 
right? Save it. Have the conversation with the person. See what comes out of it because in the conversation you're looking for tone, you're looking for response, you're looking for um, whether they understand. There's a there's a way in which you you can solve the problem instead of just stating the problem in a phone call rather than an email when there's a space for dialogue and it forces you to be someone who's okay with someone else's discomfort. They might not be at the level that you need them to be in or at. So so then it's fine. Like you have to learn how to be like, oh wow, she's freaking out right now. I don't have to respond to that. And and that's a great experience. That's how you grow yourself. And then if it is a fruitful conversation that leads to a new way forward, then you take that email that's in your draft and you say, hey, so-and-so, great conversation, so glad we had it. Here's here's where we got to, just putting it in writing so that I'm clear and you're clear, right? And and you mm-hmm. edit the draft that you have to, to reflect that. Oh, okay, so you do still have it in writing. It's just after the call. If, if you feel like it's necessary. I, I don't want to say that there's a one-size-fits-all, you must I, be YA, I, I mean, everything. Something like this because it's like this way we're both we're both like clearly on the same page. Like these are the points that I would like covered within this time frame or else. Um, you know. I, I think it's a good practice. The the challenge that I have is the or else. I mean, here, here's the thing. I don't Not have a challenge else, with like, that. I, I, I actually said, like, don't have a challenge with that. Okay. It's, it's the energy behind it that counts. So sure. you have to say because you do want consequences there are resu- there are results okay right. so but the energy behind it isn't i am going to be vindictive i am going to sure, punish sure. you it's just sure. very neutral like this is my expectation this is what i i'm looking for this is what we agreed upon and and if we aren't able to reach this level then i will be looking for someone else mm-hmm. blah, 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 right sure and and that is a completely respectful way of working with someone else. And it's the same for employees or, or um, people on your team that may not be as, as further, as far out of your team as a web contractor. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then um, I was trying to, so I did, and then I was like, oh, I should get clear about what I want from like the Alex thing and then so that I could talk to him and ask him what he wants. But that was harder because it's more about like, well, it has to do with uh, my living situation. So that was like, you know, I could see a couple of different possibilities. Like, um, so Basically, when we leave the beach house after next weekend, not this weekend coming, but the following weekend, uh, I have moved out of my apartment in New York, and I put my stuff in storage, and I don't really know exactly what I'm doing. And I have my um, friend help me to be with her friends that I had been staying at his place because uh, my roommate was back, and I wanted to quarantine. I wanted him to quarantine so before I moved to the beach my my plan was to stay at Leo's apartment I ended up um back I ended up staying at Alex's a lot like at his sort of you know he wanted me to 
um, at his invitation, I guess I would say. But I don't like, and since we've been here together at the beach for the last like two months, we've been, or six weeks, we've been, really been like living together here. Like all the time. And so a couple of weeks ago, or I don't know, two weeks ago or something, when I was talking about like, you know, what I'm doing after I moved back to New York, we moved back to New York, he was like, oh, well, but like, you'll, you'll be over my place a lot, right? And he had previously mentioned like that he would, um, like keep my cats for me if I needed a place for them to be. So he's just like, he's previously mentioned a few things about like us kind of being together, but I don't know what his intentions are. And I guess that's why I wanted to ask him, like, how do you envision this? And certainly I don't want to, like, full on, like, move in with him. But I could get a place, and I will when Leo comes back, but it kind of seems silly for me to get my own place if Leo's is sitting there empty. But then also, I have a girlfriend who might need a place to live temporarily and we might get like a sublet together for a few months. Alex and I are talking about moving to California for the winter, but like we have a lot of incomplete information. It goes back, Devin, to what you want. The assignment from yesterday, if you will, around the Alex part was before you have the conversation of, hey baby, what do you want? For you to get clear about actually what would be ideal for me? There's all this incomplete information. I get that data point. And given this incomplete information, with that, with the, acknowledging that, what do I actually want? What would be ideal for me? Get clear on that before you go to him. Because then you're coming from a stance of self-ownership rather than reactivity. And your pattern has been, I jump through hoops to please other people, okay? Right. And it doesn't, and, and I need other people to tell me that I'm good and right and uh, lovable and all of that. Right. And so this is this little micro decision, but it's micro action, yet it's super, super important of claiming what you want and saying, this is what's important to me. I'm not going to let the outside world define my inside world. I am going to define that for myself first. And then we don't live in a vacuum. That's true. Right. Then from that place, have the conversation with Alex and say, you know, I'm really interested in what your vision is and what you would like. I spent a little bit of time coming up with what I want, even though the, there are all these unknowns. This is the scenario that makes the most sense to me, given all these unknowns. And I wanted to throw it out to you to see if that lines up with what you want and where we stand so that we can make a good decision together. So you think I should say it first? You have a choice there. You need to decide first, for sure. And okay. then in that, in that conversation, you can decide to... Would you like me to share what I my vision is first, or would you like to share what your vision is first? Either way works for me. Okay, mm -hmm. it can be a choice. It, there's no there's not one right way. Okay, 
he might feel like, would you like to just share? You could just, and you don't even have to give that option. You could just say, do you have a vision? Have you thought this through? And see what he says, and then you share yours. But it works both ways, Devin, okay? But mm-hmm. see, even in asking that question, there's an element of I don't want to lose something. I don't want to F it up and lose something. There's nothing here for you to lose if you don't think that you're unlovable, okay? Because let's say you claim what you want, you're very clear, you do this practice, and then you bring it to, you you bring it first to Alex, and he's like, whoa, I don't want that. No effing way. Okay, mm-hmm. that's going too far, too fast, or whatever it is, okay? Yeah. And you think you're unlovable, you're going to take that as, I'm unlovable. Look, proof of that. Okay? Mm -hmm. If you don't think you're unlovable, if you think you're lovable, you think, okay, my man has different needs than I do. How can I accommodate that and also live my best life? Right? It's not a reflection. If he flips out and says, baby, you're moving too fast too soon. I never want to see you again. Right? The unlovable stance says, oh, my God, I'm unlovable. Look at how I F things up. The I am lovable stance says, wow, thank God we figured this out now rather than later. Why would you want to be with a man who had that kind of reaction? Right? Right. Like, that's not up to standards. I'm worth more than that. Do you see the difference? Okay. Yeah. And you don't own pretty much, Devin, well, not pretty much, absolutely. You do not own the lovability until you put yourself in that position and you choose a different response in response to the experience. It's only in saying, actually, I'm lovable and that's an effed up response. I'm not available for that that you go to the next level, okay, of lovability, that you own your lovability. Okay. You, you, you condition yourself out of it through new experiences and making a different choice in terms of your response. Now, it's not necessarily easy in the beginning because you're, you're conditioned to the other path, and yet this is exactly what you need to do. I'm not available for that. Correct. And again, that doesn't mean if if he's moderately freaked out by it that you don't hold space for that. Sure. You don't need to like get he doesn't have to show up perfect for you to 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 be available to him cuz for God's sake, we're all human, right? right. Have some compassion, have to hold space for people's stuff. That's that's what you would want from him. Sure. Thank thank God he's not perfect, right? Because that would put such high pressure on you. But if, if the reaction is totally not in your worldview, because that's not acceptable, then it's like, okay, it's been fun. I'm ready to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, I like that. It definitely feels more than like, I mean, such a cheesy phrase, but it feels more like I'm standing in my power than I'm like waiting for him to tell me what we're doing. Absolutely, 100%. Okay. And that's such a great place to be. Now, 
to be clear, standing in your power doesn't mean unilateral, okay? This is where a lot of women uh, make a, a judgment call mistake. They go into righteous, my way or the highway. That's, that's mm-hmm. not actual, that's not true power. That's being afraid and having to defend yourself and put strong boundaries up instead of just being in your power. That's a false sense of power. Does that make sense to you? Do you understand what that means? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's hard for me to tell in the moment which is which. This is where practice and showing up and experience comes into play. Yes. What did you say? What has a false sense of power? If you have to have it my way or the highway, right? Uh-huh. It's only, like, I have power over you. I'm in charge. It's my way or the highway. You have to do what I say. If you don't do 100% of exactly what I want, then you don't, you don't love me and I'm going to diminish you. I'm going to judge you. I'm going to shame you. I'm going to uh, have defenses up. I'm going to make you wrong. That's not power. That's weakness, actually. It's a false sense of power. That's where rage comes in. That's where anger comes in. We throw that out when we're not in our power, fully grounded, owning ourselves. This is a self-ownership piece. When you own yourself, when you're in your power, you understand what's acceptable and what's not acceptable for you. You understand what your standards are and what you're, you're not available for. And you don't have to defend yourself. You don't have to get angry. You don't have to make other people wrong. That's not real power. Real power is just choice. Oh, they're behaving like that. I have a choice how I respond. I can be compassionate, be loving. I can be understanding. I can say, I love you. I understand. I'm compassionate. But that expression of what's going on for you, not available for us. Okay? Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. This is master level stuff for you. Yeah. Most most people never get to this kind of self-ownership or even know how to explore it. And and it's leading you to absolute 100% personal freedom, mm-hmm. which doesn't mean you don't have people in your life or that you don't have relationships that you don't love, right? Mm-hmm. It's how do you be in a relationship and be free? And this is what you're learning. I can't wait till you get to the other side. <laughs> I'm working on it. So. Yeah, you're very close. You're very close. Okay. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. And when I say you're very close, like I feel like there's a breakthrough that's right in front of you. Here's this moment, okay, right oh. in front of you. And then there will be more and more and more until it becomes second nature, okay? Okay. Awesome. Good stuff. All right. Thank you. Okay. You're so welcome. Take care. Monday. Bye. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Coaching Uncut. If you are loving what you are learning in these episodes, please do two things. Please share the love with another woman who you think could really benefit from this master level coaching. And second, if you're so inclined and you want to take your life and your business to the next level and it's time to scale, please reach out to us and schedule a consult at theunstoppablewoman.com slash next 
level. So that's theunstoppablewoman.com slash next level. See you in the next episode. Rock it out. Be unstoppable.